Derek Thomas, Monday Morning Critic. How's everybody doing today? Amazing. Derek, how are you, man? Is that, is that Karate so, Kid and Indiana Jones behind you? That's yeah. fantastic. Respect. Yeah, there, yeah I, have, I have jokes. I have people that come on the podcast. They're like, I, I have attention deficit disorder, and I could like, I could, I can't stop looking at your background. There's so much going on, and it's, it's, it can become a problem. Um, so you guys are like all iconic actors. Like I'm so privileged to be able to speak to you Thank today. You. Um, you. you know. I have to ask you: Is there one entry before we get to this wonderful show? Is there one entry in your film in your filmographies, not necessarily the best or the most popular, that you feel changed your lives? Mm. Mm. Great question. Uh, Red Tails made me fall in love with acting. I think at the mm. time, I was just acting. I was just doing a lot of different stuff. But once I got into Red Tails and working with Anthony Hemingway and working with George Lucas, et cetera, et cetera. It was it, it got me to a place where I really kind of said, oh no, I like I, I actually love acting as much as I love music or writing or anything else. So yeah, it, uh, Red Tails for me. Chanel Orlando? Um, a movie, I was a child, I watched uh, My Girl. And when oh. Veda's crying over um, Macaulay Culkin's character mm -hmm. after the bee sting and he dies, the way she was crying and she goes to this adult that she was in love with and she's mm -hmm. like, I just felt something and I was like, I want to do that to somebody else. Because mm -hmm. it was kind of like the cathartic cry afterwards. Mm -hmm. And when I think about it, if I ever meet that girl, I want to tell her like, thank you, you touched me. And I wanted to do that. So, oh, wow. Yeah. I love that. Um, I think uh, career-wise, it was probably, a, I did a film called Liberty Heights a, a long time ago. And mm. um, oddly, the way the business works, uh, there was another film called uh, Bringing Out the Dead that Martin Scorsese was doing. It was his sequel to Taxi Driver. And I was supposed to play, I was supposed to be in Bringing Out the Dead or Liberty Heights. The choice was between the two, but nobody knew who I was. I'd just come off of Mad TV. So I think that was probably the career-defining moment because... Those were two roles that every black actor in town of every caliber was trying to get. Work with Scorsese, work with Barry Levinson, and I got both of them. So people were like, who is this dude and where did he come from? So, uh, And I got an agent. I didn't have an agent, uh, a theatrical agent at that time. I, I got my theatrical agent after, you know, essentially Scorsese and Barry Levinson were like, you know, that, that kid's amazing. You should, you should hire him. So they, they kind of, you know, put me on the map, as it were. Yeah, great answers. And we we talk about a cast. Boy, this show has an unbelievable cast. Like even like smaller parts. Like Tim Reed is like a legend, and he's mm -hmm. playing like a, he's in one. Like I'm like, are you kidding? Even like the bit parts are like huge actors. So it's it's so much fun to watch for that reason. Do you guys? How much more effective is storytelling with a cast like this? Like from top to bottom. Like I got into the show a little later, mm -hmm. but oh my goodness, those first four or five episodes. They blew my hair back. Like it was such great television. Like, mm -hmm. do you feel like the cast? How much more effective does that make this wonderful story? Yeah, I think it's. Look, I, I my joke is that it's 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 the song, <laughs> or it's the singer, right? It's it's mm. never the song. It's always the singer, but the song plays mm. such an important role, right? Happy birthday in the hands of somebody tone deaf is is a whole different song. Is a whole different song, right? But in in this case, I think you it's a there's a symbiotic relationship. There's a marriage here, right? Mm -hmm. They're wonderful writers, really wonderful, diverse writers on this show that have really put their time and energy into helping craft and build characters with this cast. So I think it's the way we work together. 
our love and respect and care for one another, but it's really both of us because the songs we're singing are gorgeous, but you know, we also are, are kind of put up on a pedestal and encouraged, right? Yeah, 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 to, yeah. to do our, to sing our best song. So uh, mm-hmm. in this case, uh, I applaud the, the singers, but the song is pretty, pretty, pretty beautiful. Mm-hmm. One, of the, one of the more disturbing parts of the show is when you watch what Jace has to go through at 14 years old, right? These grown adults like belittling this child, right? Mm-hmm. And, I, and it got me thinking about acting, the parallels with acting, right? Because when a movie comes out, maybe critics don't love it. And there could be a teenage cast or a, a younger cast. And they, and they say the cruelest things or social media is the cruelest things. Um, what's the line? When does it become not acceptable? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I almost yeah. feel like adult, some adults don't know how to how to get out of that, like, that you can negative make, mentality. You can make fun of who of, of what people do. Right. But making mm. fun of who people are is, is right. where the line is. They can't, you can't help who you are. You are who you are. Yeah. Right. Right. Make fun of what they do or what they did. That's in bounds. But who they are, like a kid is a kid. That's true. It's not, not not their fault, right? So I feel like for me anyway, that that that's the line. Mm. One of the more beautiful parts of the show is watching um, Chanel your rapport with Jason, watching um, a single mom raise two kids, foster his journey through life while watch while wanting the best for this child. Like I think it's one of the sweetest, like most beautiful parts of the show. Talk about what you wanted to bring to that when before the show started, because whatever it was, it sure as hell worked well. <laughs> I hadn't had a son up until that point, so I was really nervous. And I started watching um, YouTube where Wanda Durant and her son, they would embrace each other after these playoff games, and he gave her the title of MVP. And I just kept watching over and over just how she... Her, she always was crying and hugging him and so proud. And she would get people straight when she was interviewing people. And I was like, I know this person and this is it. So that was always my core. And I, I pulled from like my, my the women in my life. So when I came to it and the writers have this wonderful stuff in front of me, I just meet it with all of that. It was fun to play it. Yeah. It's beautiful. And being with Isaiah is so easy to, to be his mom because he's already like, Mom, I think when we were auditioning, he's like, Mom, or when it's time for us to shoot, he'd be like, Mom, Mom. <laughs> so I love it. Yeah. So, so, so for me, it's relationships. Uh, let me ask you, Tristan, what is it about the show that hits you hard as a fan? Not necessarily, I get it, you're in it, you're, you're doing a wonderful job in it. What hits, what hits you hard from the show? I don't think I fully understood what a lot of these young athletes go through at such a young age. Mm-hmm. So I think, at, you know, I, I think I spoke about this before, but a lot of times we come into sports as just fans and we start to look at these different, you know, athletes that that we watch. It doesn't matter what sport you watch. We start to kind of just look at them as workhorses. Like we're like, okay, win our game or like, oh, you suck. I want you to lose or whatever. And you don't realize everything that kind of led up to the point of us watching them, whether it is a high school game, a college game. A, a, a major league game, however, wherever, you know, these kids have been, these kids have been working their asses off mm. since childhood. They've had to go through the good, the bad, and the ugly of the business until, and and even going through all of that, there's so many that fall to the wayside that they became the one that actually made it. 
And with all of that strife on their shoulders, all of the things that they've been through, they're playing in the NBA and they may have a bad game. And, you know, us as the fans, we just look at it like, you suck. <laughs> when in that actuality, we should give them some grace. Mm. That's, that's, that's a great answer. I know it's been a busy afternoon. I really appreciate and love your work on screen. And thank you for this. Have a great thank afternoon. You. Hey, thank you.